On this episode of Turning Hurt into Purpose, I want to talk about being defeated. Have you ever felt defeated to the point where you just wanted to throw in the towel, end all to end all? You felt like things where you thought were aligned and were looking good, it was too good to be true um like they say everything is if everything seems so perfect and so good to be true then it's probably a problem but when you you also can't live your life that way because then you never is optimistic of what can happen recently i felt defeated I mean, to the point where I just wanted to give up, throw in the towel, I guess you could say end all. I I mean, I was at the point where it was like, okay, I'm not working. I had a patient. He passed away. You know, I was financially blessed to where I could take off for two months or, you know, pay my bills up for two months. Okay, now the time is running out. It's running low and applying for jobs and looking for work. And my kids came down with COVID after we came back from a vacation. Then I had one of my other kids had to get her wisdom teeth removed and you know, her face swelled up and she looked like a little chipmunk and eyes were swollen. And I'm like, okay, God, what, what, you know, I'm listening to you. I'm trying to be obedient. I'm not going out there. You know, okay. You don't want me to work. Okay, fine. You, you will provide for your child. You know, I'm trying to be obedient to God and have discernment, but then it don't seem like I guess my discernment is off in some areas because I'm like, okay, what's, what's next? You know, um, I'm out here not looking for love, even though I yawn for it. I want it. I've put myself on the back burner for years to focus on my kids and I don't see, you know, anything. I felt like my picker was wrong and off. So instead of me trying to go find and pursue, I'm just going to wait on you and, you know, have, I guess, you know, who, who finds a wife finds a good thing, have somebody come and find me. Well, (laughs) obviously I'm just a sucker for anything and for love and vulnerable and naive and stupidity you know as soon as somebody gives me a shot or drop in my dm i'm like oh is this the one and everything sounds so good and you know i'm getting the attention that i've always wanted from a man and did i get swindled by a imposter 
you know, a scammer. Did somebody, you know, try to scam me, you know, be a scam artist. And I just felt low on on all levels, you know, somebody using my vulnerability to get what they want. I, you know, didn't want to talk about it because I felt stupid. I didn't want to feel like somebody would judge me. I don't want to tell family, you know, I don't have friends to talk to about it. But, you know, I opened up to two of my older kids and kind of talked it out with them and to see, you know, how it sounds, or again, not to be judged. And again, you know, at first they were like, but you can't beat yourself up because you've been taking care of us for all these years and it's time for you to be happy, but you also got to watch, you know, watch things or whatnot. But then I also had the back and forth notion of, of course, praying about things. Is this God? You know, or is this a scam? And like I said, I just felt like my discernment was off. I felt defeated. And I'm like, you know, I pray every day, God, is this you sending this or is this the devil? And again, nothing told me different that it wasn't God. And I just, I sit back and I overanalyze and I overthink things, but more and more as i started doing my own research and different things you know i looked up different articles or scams online and military scams and different things and of course all the red flags were there and then it's like oh do a google image search well whoever this imposter is is so good to where the Google image searches, nothing came back. I mean, only thing that came back was, you know, he wanted to say that he had a house in Dallas and then he also recently bought a house in LA. Well, at the beginning, I didn't look it up until, like I said, recently, I go and put it into the image into the Google search and the house that he supposedly has in LA is a listing in North Carolina. And then the house supposedly in Dallas is a listing in Virginia. So then like today I asked for a physical address. I'm like, Hey, what's your, you know, physical address. I don't really know too much, you know, about you. So he gives me two names and I'm like, huh, what's that? You know, oh, I live in Rollette. No, you told me you lived in Dallas, but a suburb or a community of Lakewood. Now it's Rollette. Oh, I lived in Rollette with my mom until she died. And then I moved to Rollette. Okay, give me, what's, so what's the physical address? So he sends me the physical address and I Google it. 
And of course, it's a Zulu listing or, you know, it's on Zulu and Realtor.com that it was listed a day ago. So, what? You're supposed to be overseas in Lebanon and you got a house that's listed online, you know, make it make sense. And, you know, again, I'm like, what year did your mom die? You know, he comes sending me pictures of tattoos and stuff while back. And, you know, because I'm like, oh, you say you got three tattoos. Well, you know, where they at or whatnot. And I mean, like, whoever this is, is doing a darn good job. Because, yeah, the tattoos matches the pictures that's on his body of pictures that I've seen or whatever. I've even, you know, I'm like, hey, you know. You want to talk to me on WhatsApp, but I don't hear your voice. I've never heard your voice. And so, well, I can't call you. We can get in big trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. And so then it was, you know, he called. We talked for maybe 30 seconds or whatever. And I'm like, after that, we texted. And I'm like, your accent is real strong. It sounds like you have an African accent. No, that's a, a, a Iranian, a Iraq accent, you know. He claims he speaks four or five different languages, you know. Initially, he's from overseas in Georgia, uh, Tabisus, Georgia, or something like that. But his father was in the Army and met his mom, and his mom is from Germany, and then he moved here when he was 15 and been living in Dallas ever since he was 15. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, but you claim you speak English, Spanish, Arabic, you know, but I know English is not supposedly your first language, but you have this strong, sound like a strong accent. So then... You know, one day I said, well, how about you video chat me, you know? No, babe, I don't want to get in trouble, And I, I, but I'll take the risk for you. I would do that. Mm-hmm. So he video chats me for maybe, again, 10, 20 seconds or so. And from there, we're talking, and, you know, the connection, he always claims that the connection is not good there. So we from there i said well send me a picture you know i want to see you because i barely saw you on camera so again the picture that he sent at that day is aligned with the background of the video chat so again i'm still leery and wishy-washy of is this a scam or is this not a scam but you know the, the story and everything initially was his ex stole money from him and so his account was frozen you know he gave her access to his account from when for when he went overseas because he has a two-year-old and he wanted his child to be taken care of but she had been he had thoughts that she had been cheating on him for so many years or whatever and she took a lot of money from him so he froze his account so he didn't have access to his bank account 
And again, in the beginning, you know, it sounded like it could be logic, you know. He talked about how he didn't have too many friends and stuff. I mean, I can't say that if a person don't have friends that they're lying because I'm in that same boat. I don't associate with nobody. I basically stay to myself, you know. I'm a introvert, and he says he's an introvert, introvert. So I can't attest that to, oh, that's a red flag. He has no friends. I mean, it's like... I don't have friends. I mean, I hang out with my kids and that's pretty much it, you know? And so after that, you know, it was, oh, my connection is low, blah, 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 blah. You know, the first thing was uh, $50 iTunes. And, you know, so we can talk, baby, you know, let, I need iTunes. So $50, okay, you know, great, that's fine. And then it go, you know, a couple of days later or so, it was, hey, I'm going on a secret mission, and he tells me about this mission, and it's top secret, and it's not supposed to get off base, but I wanted to let you know so you're not worried, and blah, 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 and I really love you, and I care, and, you know, I want to see a future with you, blah, blah, blah. Sorry. So then I go, you know, okay, so three days go by. I hear from him again. He goes, oh, babe, it was really bad. We got attacked, and on on our attack, five of, of my colleagues died, and one of them was a major, but we we did succeed in the mission, and we rescued some of the high powered ministers and uh people from oil mines or something along those lines and I'm like okay and you know he was like and the president of Lebanon awarded us generously and at first I thought it was a joke he gave us some gold bars and you know I'm like oh really you know and so he sends me a picture of a safe with some cash in it and you know, um, the safe closed with the key and stuff. And, and babe, you know, I can't keep this here. And we can really get in trouble if we have valuables and stuff like that here. So I really trust you and I want to send it to you and da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, what? So then I'm like, oh, okay. And I, stupid of me give my address and you know an email or whatever and I'm like oh great you know and he was like yeah I gotta give it to the Red Cross official so he can help me send off the package or whatever and I'm like oh okay so I do that you know and hours later I get a message on WhatsApp from a so-called carrier company, you know, hi, ma'am, we have your package here, madam, blah, 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 blah. We want to expedite it and get it out to you and we can get it delivered to you as early as, you know, the date at the time was like June the 3rd. And I'm like, okay, you know, and then they were like, but it's going to be $1,530 to do that. And I'm like, I don't have that type of money. First off, I'm not the one sending the package, you know? Why are you asking me for money and I'm not the sender? 
oh, well, it's being sent to you, it's delivered to you. Okay, but I'm not the sender. I don't have that type of money. And, you know, so texting the guy or whomever, I'm like, I don't have this type of money. I'm not doing that and whatever. Well, babe, see what what they can do and da 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 See if they can take half of it or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, well, I don't have the money right now. It'll be a few days or whatever. Can you take partial payment? Sure, you know, we can do that. I'm like, what form of payments do you take? Oh, American Express, Bitcoin, and Cash App. Oh, okay, you know. So a few days go by, and, you know, I had some money, whatever. So I used $800 and send you know run around go find a gift card and or actually i did it wrong i signed up for some american express like type bank account debit card and it ended up being the wrong thing and then i go get a uh american express card and i go do that and then it was you know hours go by well man we need to hurry up and get the rest of it okay you told me that you could take partial payment well they won't let us take partial payment anymore the company says we have to take the full amount and i'm like i don't have it then i tell the guy i don't have the 730 and i don't know when to get it well see if you can take out a loan and i'm like oh shit you know but again i'm thinking oh it's so good to be true you know i'm thinking oh this money millions of dollars that i can clear off and pay off my debt and you know I got so much, and it's like, oh, babe, that's for our future, and this and that, and the kids, and blah, 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 just using my vulnerability. So I get a loan from a company, and, like, this company, the loan is not even $2,000, but by the time you pay it back, you're paying, like, 20 times that amount. You're paying almost $10,000 for only borrowing barely two thousand dollars and i'm like lord what did what am i getting myself into i'm already in debt over my head and i got my own household bills to pay for and i'm thinking of this too good to be true lie like is this what what i succumb to i want love so bad that i will take anything just to be wanted so i i do that i you know the money comes in my account shouldn't have been stupid enough to tell him the amount of money that i did get and you know so i paid the remaining 730 so after i pay the remaining 730 the remaining amount i'm like okay good i can pay bills and take care of things i need to take care of in my household you know as soon as i leave the store with and giving the information with the gift card i get another message saying oh, well, we need an additional 500 to, we have to go a different route and and shipping it so we don't have to go through customs and so we don't have to do this and that. And it's a guaranteed and sure way that it's going to get to you on time and blase, blase. So I tell the guy this and I'm like, I don't have it. You know, I barely have $300 in my account and I've been trying to use that to pay bills and whatever. But babe, see if you can borrow. I can't borrow that type of money from nobody and I don't want nobody to know my business and whatever. 
Needless to say, he was able to come up with the short of 150 that I needed. You know, again, paid that 500. So now I'm I didn't put out two thousand thirty dollars or whatever. Oh, also in this time frame too, while I'm getting the gift card to do that, he's like. Hey, babe, I need, um, you know, my connection is going low again. Is it possible that I can get $100 iTunes? So, okay, you know, that's $100 iTunes. So, again, $50 iTunes at one point, you know, $2,030 for this shipping or whatever, and then another $100 for another iTunes. So, you know, roughly what? You might as well round it up to $2,200 that I have come out of pocket uh, for this money or this package that's supposed to be being delivered to me. So days go by, or should I say 24 hours or so go by, and I didn't hear anything. Every day he keeps on, have you checked on the package? Have you checked on the package? Okay, mind you, these people, whoever initially told me, Oh, if you as soon as you send the money, we're gonna send you the tracking information immediately. Okay, so I'm like, okay, cool. So I get the tracking information supposedly, and you know the link looks like a legit website company or whatever. And then the and then I'm like, okay, where do I track this package or whatever? In the corner it says tracking and shipping or whatever. I, you know, eventually I find it and I look on it or whatever and type in the information that they send me. And of course, it looks like a invoice that was typed or whatever. Some things are spelled wrong. You know, you scam it and you look through it and you see some things that are spelled wrong and this and the third. And, you know, initially it said the package will be delivered on the 7th, but, you know, then it said something about the ninth. So I'm like, okay, so when is the package supposed to be delivered? Well, if we get it on time, you know, you'll get it on the seventh. But if it if it gets here late, you'll probably get it on the ninth. And I'm like, oh, okay. But again, he kept on every day. Did you check on the package? Check on the package. And I'm like, okay, I checked the tracking. Nothing has changed. It didn't say, you know, in transit or scanned here or whatever. So I'm like, it doesn't really say. So then I, and, and I mean, I'm like stressing out, you know, over and over again, ever since, you know, um, a few days ago, I'm just feeling this tightness in my chest and sometimes my chest is hurting and, you know, I like literally felt defeated after, you know, paying the $2,000 and I'm crying and I'm like, you know, I'm over my head in my own bills and $2,000 of getting a loan to send to somebody else. I could have been paying that money for my own bills. And now it's like, am I even going to have a roof over my head next week? Or should I say not next week, next month? You know, next month, is is my bills going to be paid? Am I going to be able to take care of my children? You know, do I tell anybody this story? I don't want to be judged, you know? And then when I started looking at stuff online and looking at uh, websites and YouTube videos, I mean, yeah, I've kind of 
caught myself at the $2,000 mark, but there's people out here that's losing 50000 and 200000 and, you know, life savings and different things. And I guess I caught myself then, but heck, still 2000 and, you know, going further in debt and getting loans is the worst. And so a few days ago, I get a message from this so-called carrier company and talked about that they were stuck in Dubai at the Dubai airport at Customs. And first off, the, you know, they abbreviated the airport as U-A-R instead of U-A-E. You know, I'm like, hmm, that don't sound right. And, you know, talking about that they're stuck in Customs and they need a certificate of no inspections to not open the package or open the box. And it was written on there, don't open it for personal reasons or person or something along those lines. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then he goes, I said, so did you write something on the box? And he was like, yeah, do not open it uh, except for Ebony. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I said, well, that's not what the the people said. So again, I'm cross-examining information and stuff. So then they go, well, ma'am, we need this certificate. And I'm like, so how do you get it? And they was like, we don't know. Or you can send us a check for $4,050. Well, no, you're not going to get it. You know, I'm like, so what about these other people in their packages and stuff? And, well, we had to send the message to them just like we're sending it to you. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and they was like, we've been stuck at the airport for eight hours, for eight hours. So why am I now just now hearing about this? But how are you stuck at the airport with the package and the package is supposed to be sent air freight why are you carrying the package you know so all this stuff is now starting to not sound right and they were like well we're waiting on one more person to pay and once they pay we're just gonna have to leave and we're gonna have to leave the package there okay leave it i don't know what to tell you because you're not getting four thousand dollars out of me and that was like three days or so ago and I haven't heard anything since then you know and of course from the guy it's babe I'm so worried about you and the kids and I don't want you to suffer and I want the kids to have a good future well first off if it's not about money it shouldn't matter you know to me money doesn't matter about anything first off you told me that you're wealthy anyway you know you inherited wealth you know, from your mom or whatever. So again, I wasn't even looking at your wealth when you first introduced it or whatever. So this bonus, quote unquote, this surprise of a reward shouldn't matter because at the end of the day, you wasn't supposed to get it and you didn't know you were going to get it. It was just the added incentive. So whatever who cares about it then um before all that he i I initially asked him what's all in this uh safety box or this you know this safe oh cash gold bars and 
a, a document, my, my deployment papers. And I'm like, your deployment papers? Yeah, babe. You know, I need you to sign and help me sign these, you know, as my wife so I can come home. Say what? We didn't talk about this. What are you talking about? Yeah, babe, my deployment papers are in there, and I need you to sign it when the package gets delivered. Give it back to the person that delivers the package so we can get it back. Say what? This all don't sound sound right. I'm supposed to open this safe, get an envelope out, sign some documents while this person is waiting at my doorstep to get this package back or this documentation back yeah bro that don't sound legit but again i just kept on letting them talk to me or whatever i thought i told you no you didn't tell me that like for real for real or whatever so yeah babe we need to try to get this money no it's not no we you need to try to get this money because i'm exhausted I'm getting to the point where I've become sick, you know, I'm stressed out because I feel defeated that I've used money that I don't have for a Ponzi scheme and I need to take care of my kids. (laughs) I'm sitting up here stressing and like, you know, if I can't pay my mortgage come next week and, you know, gas prices is high, I'm not working. I'm not going to be driving all around trying to find a job and (laughs) can't take care of what I need to take care of. So I'm like, you know, God, I've been praying all this time for patience and faith, but what am I missing? What? is going on and it's it's like is my discernment is off is my faith is off like god what what is it and so so i'm like now at this point (laughs) i really don't feel like i can trust anybody Again, I didn't want to put my vulnerability out there and then I'd be judged and people looking at me like, ha ha, you know, uh, whatever. And I just read a quote that came across my Instagram and, you know, it said the strongest people, you know, take a lot in. I can't remember it off top and I tried to, you know, the strongest person goes through a lot of battles and everything, but what, what they do is they rebuild and quiet and keep it moving. And that's all I've been trying to do these last couple of days. You know, yeah, a few days ago, I felt defeated. I really did. I felt like I wanted to throw in the towel. I felt like I was suicidal. I really did not have a will to live. You know, and then I'm like, but I have my kids. Who, Who is going to take care of my children? You know, all these years, I'm the one that's been taking care of my kids, you know. And so I, th- I think of them and I think of our future and, you know, maybe this is just one stepping block, you know, to rebuild myself and to keep the faith and know that my circumstances will be turned around, 
you know, all these last few months, or should I say these last couple of years, I've been blessed to where I, you know, still had a job doing COVID. Um, In the beginning, I came down with COVID and my uh, patient came down with COVID. But in that time frame of the two weeks or two and a half weeks of not working, you know, the stimulus money had came in. And so that kind of helped me out as far as bills and stuff. And then I was able to, you know, go back to work. But, you know, I know that there had been people that didn't have anything, you know, and couldn't work. And, you know, now I'm at the position where I will have to possibly call upon you know, different companies and my insurance companies or light bill and say, hey, I'm in this predicament now, you know, can I have a grace period? But, you know, my focus is paying my day-to-day bills, but on the flip side, knowing that I have these loans out here that now I have to sit up here and pay you know and those are crazy loans that are coming out of my account every two weeks so if every two weeks these loans are coming out of my account that's going to put me in a hole that's going to put me negative and so i'm already stressing myself for what's to come and even talking with my therapist this morning she was like You know, you can't live in the past and worry about things of the past and you can't stress yourself out and worry about the future. You have to live in today. What can be done today? And so I want to say if you ever feel lost, defeated, wanting to throw in the towel, sit back Take time to yourself and think about the now. Think about the moment that you're in right now. You know, yeah, I felt depressed to where I've laid in bed these last couple of days. You know, I might don't even feel like cooking and now it's summertime. So, you know, I basically let my kids fend for themselves. You know, I buy stuff in the the house for them to, you know, easily do, you know, I might cook or get food for, you know, the day or for dinner. And then it's like, okay, if we're eating dinner early, heck, y'all just woke up technically at two o'clock in the afternoon. And, you know, I've been up all day, but roughly about five thirty, six o'clock, I'm ready to lay down and basically call it a night. Because, again, thinking of what has done, what my mood has been, how I got swindled or schemed out of things. And, you know, now it's like, okay, dust yourself off. What can you do to move forward? And let's move forward. You know, I still listen to my praise and worship. I still listen to my podcast, you know, my Real Talk Kim, 
You know, I listen to church services, you know, Transformation Church with Pastor Mike Todd, Redefine TV with Jerry Flowers, you know, uh, Fountain of Praise with Pastor Wright and Mia K. Wright in here, here in Houston. So I do all those things and, you know, listen to my gospel music on either Apple Music or, you know, find a playlist or something on YouTube and keep it going, you know, reset my body, you know, uh, right now as I'm recording this podcast and it's not sponsored uh, by uh, Goddess Detox, but, you know, like even right now sitting here doing a steam and drinking my tea and listening to some meditation music in the background and having, you know, my candles lit of aromatherapy and, you know, stress reliever and the eucalyptus and stuff. And so it's time to get up. So for anybody that's defeated, brush yourself off, clear your mind And just know it's not the end. Know that you can get through any hurdle and obstacle in life. Be it if you are a Christian and believe in God or believe in the universe. Whatever your beliefs are, just know. Put your power into it. And you can come out of anything that you feel like is the end. Until next time. Talk to you later.